0: Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Back Pocket Coach. I'm your host, Vicki Abelson, and I am so excited to be here with you today. I have really been thinking a lot about what I want for 2024. And also because it's the beginning of January, if you're listening to this now, you are also probably thinking about New Year's goals, or resolutions. In fact, I'm working on goals with almost every single one of my one-on-one clients right now to help set them up for a really, really wonderful, really, really happy and productive 2024, whatever that might look like for them and for everybody. It's different, of course, but I really wanted to talk about what I wish for you for 2024 and you might be looking, <laughs> looking at me through this podcast and like, what do you what do you mean? What do you wish for me? You don't know me. I might want something completely different than what another person or another listener might wish. But the truth is, at the end of the day, a lot of us want very, very similar things. We want belonging. We want community. We want independence. We want financial security. We want fulfillment. And what I wish for you is to define for yourself what it is that you want. So often we are living our lives on sort of on autopilot, right? I drove my kids to school today and, you know, just without realizing it, I was there. I didn't intentionally make the left turns or the right turns. My brain took me there. On autopilot. And that can be good, right? Because I don't have to make those decisions every day. Do I turn left here or do I turn right here? Or it could be dangerous because we're not really paying attention. And truly, that is exactly what happens in our work lives, in our everyday lives. We are making so many decisions and doing so many things on autopilot that we don't even stop to ask, is this still? the best way to go. Is this career still the right career path for me? Is the pace of my career still the right pace of that career? Do I even like what I'm doing? Do I like how I'm spending my time? Do I enjoy the team that I'm leading? Do I enjoy how I am leading my team? Do I enjoy the projects that I'm working on? Am I challenged? Am I motivated am I being paid sufficiently for doing the work that I that I am doing? am I making the right kind of impact that I want to be making in my personal life and you know, in my professional life and oftentimes what I find especially in you know, and I, I'm in that like decade of my life where my kids are starting to be more independent I have been out of college for many 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 years <laughs> many many years now. And a lot of my clients have also, and so we we feel like it's easy to feel like we have made all of the decisions we have to make. Okay? So we chose our majors in college. Perhaps we chose if we were going to go to graduate school or not, be an MBA, an MD, a JD, whatever it is, a master's degree of some sort, or maybe not at all. We chose our industry. We chose our companies, and and that's it. And now we're and now we're going, and now we're doing those things that we decided that we were going to do before we had kids, before we got married, before we really were fully grown adults out into the world. And some of us, some of us are still doing that thing that we decided that we were going to do when we were 19. And maybe that's a wonderful thing. Maybe that is great. Maybe you're incredibly happy doing the thing that you decided to do. In fact, for me, I was that person. I, at a very young age, decided that I wanted to work in healthcare. And I also, at a very young age, decided that I wanted to work in the back end of healthcare. I never wanted to become a doctor. I really wanted to be sort of the person behind the doctor who helped the patients do lots of other things that still impacted patient care, that still impacted quality and satisfaction and all of those things. And I did that work for over 15 years and I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And to be honest, I love it still, even though it's been about you know three, four years since I have worked in that, in that world. But I love it still. So many of my friends and former colleagues are still in that world and I love talking to them about it. But the truth is at some point after I had my kids, it no longer became the thing that I wanted to do every single day. And in fact, I noticed that even in my day-to-day work in my hospital job, I gravitated towards the people side of it, towards people development, leadership development, towards making sure that the right people were sitting on the right seat on the bus and that the bus was headed in the right direction. That is what I gravitated to. I no longer gravitate towards Like the meat and potatoes of what I did, which is operations, revenue management, project management, et cetera. And I realized that I could stay on the path that I set set myself on when I was 19, when I was 20 years old, or I could redefine for myself what was impactful, how I wanted to make money, how I wanted to be successful. And so I started my own business. For you, that definition it doesn't have to be as dramatic as mine was. <laughs> By no means does it have to be that dramatic. I have a client right now who is in the process of redefining for herself what success is, and all she's doing is she's just thinking about moving teams. she's staying in her current company. she is continuing to do exactly the same work that she is doing, but she realizes that moving to a different team is going to serve the career trajectory that she wishes for herself and sort of that work-life balance that she wants to have in a much better way. She is intentionally choosing, intentionally defining to just slightly, slightly pivoting. Another client of mine is starting a brand new business, something that she has never, ever done before. And it is completely like outside of the comfort zone of what she has done. So she is redefining for herself a much, much different way of doing things. For you, defining happiness or defining success might mean asking for that raise or asking for a speaking opportunity that you might not never had. It might be defining your time better and saying, you know what, I am not going to work between the hours of 6 and 8.30. Those are the times that are dedicated to my family, dedicated to my kids. And if I need to get on to work, I'll get on after after bedtime. But if not, I will not. So it could mean defining what those boundaries are for your day. One formula that I really like in helping to define for your to define for yourself what success looks like is and you might have heard me talk about this before that is the success formula success is a function of your motivation plus your skills plus your environment and that means and I'll start with I'll start with the easiest one well maybe not the easiest one but your environment is your environment conducive to you being successful in your work Are you working from home? And if you're working from home, is your office set up in such a way that allows you to focus, allows you to be productive? Or would you prefer working in the office if that is an option that you have? If you're working in the office, is your, like in your, and you're actually going somewhere, is your office set up in a way that is comfortable, that allows you to focus? Like, could you put a plant in there? Do you have a chair that is comfortable to sit on? Do you have a stand-up desk, a sit-down desk? Do you have a window? Can you move your space in a way that allows you to focus better? That allows you to be more creative. For me, a big part of my environment, and actually, I think for a lot of people too, is just making sure that you know, like, I have I have clear space to think. So, at the end of the day, I try to reset my environment by you know moving my coffee cups to the kitchen. We have a lot of coffee cups around here. Getting rid of all of like those post-it notes that I have everywhere and making sure that I do something with all of those post-it notes, jot things down in my notebook on my calendar. And then the next one is skills. Do you have the skills that you need to do your work? From a lot of us, the answer is probably yes. But if not, do you is there a course you can take? Is there a book you can read, a podcast you can listen to, a coach you can work with to help you? sort of build up, build up those skills that you need. For my client that's looking to switch teams, she doesn't she doesn't need to beef up her skills. She already has the teams. For my client that is looking to build a business, she does need some skills and she's looking into taking courses on entrepreneurship. She's looking to take courses, like some certification courses for the work that she wants to do in her business. So it's a it's a question for yourself, and then the next one is motivation. Motivation can be tricky because it really is. I I call it motivation and also sort of the idea of inspiration. Do you I, do you even want to be there? Are you even are you still happy doing the thing that you said you were going to do? For me, the big like aha moment, the big like realization for me that happened when I knew that I wanted to switch career paths was when I came back from my maternity leave when I had my youngest son and I realized, oh my gosh, like I am no longer interested or curious about the work that I'm doing. I was, I felt the sense of like dread and the sense of like, oh, I can't believe I'm having to answer these questions again. I can't believe we're having to do this work again. And even though I loved it, generally speaking, I loved it. The everyday work of it was no longer motivating to me. It was no longer inspiring to me. And that was my like little light bulb that said, hey, Vicky, perhaps you are motivated by something else. Perhaps you're motivated to do something different what could that be so i really encourage you to take a look at your day whether it whether it is your nine to fives or the things that you're doing at work or your five to nine the things that you're doing personally and run those time frames through the success formula do you is your motivation where it needs to be what about your skills what about your environment Are all of those three things sufficient so that you can be successful? If all three of them feel lacking, great, we can do something about that. If just one feels lacking, great, we can do something about that too. None of this is about judgment. None of this is about sort of blaming yourself. It is all about looking at it as an opportunity to redefine Now that you are in a different life stage than you were when you were first making those decisions, what you would like, what you would want, and what is the next phase of your career look like? If you have questions about this, as you are going through the success formula, as you are thinking about what you want, please feel free to reach out. This is one of my favorite things to talk about with people, to helping them really define for themselves what they want, what drives them, what motivates them. I'm excited to hear what you think about today's episode. And I look forward to speaking with you soon.